I just gotta wait for you to say something stupid. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even have the mic over here. <laughs> that was good enough. Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. Yo, that twisted tea, though. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the man I hope you'll be Welcome everybody to Nerdy Thursday. We're your two hosts, Sean and Mitch. And we're just a couple of guys that like beer, games, twisted teas, and nerd culture in general. Nerd, <laughs> nerd culture in general. My name is Sean. It with me as always drinking a twisted tea is Mitch. What's up, dude? Hey, guy. How are you? <laughs> Yo. Just because you're waving on camera doesn't mean it's like the same, you know? Hi. <laughs> What's up, dude? Nothing. What's really cool, though, is I'm waving into a camera that we're not even using to, like, record just so you can see me. I got you. I wish I could take – I wish I had another phone. should <laughs> use my work phone to take a picture of what's going on right now. <laughs> I got double Sean's in my face. Oh, yeah, because you have me on your computer – me on your phone because Facebook Facebook Messenger Zoom. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of Sean, dude. Yeah, too much. <laughs> uh you said that you're super cynical this morning and you said wait till later. And mm. I'm and I'm dying to find out why. Sick. Well we'll get there. <laughs> Are you serious, dude? I've been waiting all day long. And you're still going to drop this shit on me? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe later. We, we still got to do what we're drinking. You still got to have a story. I got a story. And this and that. So <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Just remind me again. Okay. Well, sure. I've only been waiting all day long. Dude, yeah. What's up with you? Oh. What story do you have? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that Caitlin doesn't listen to this still. So that's good. But I, I hired my dad to Bad build... Idea. Build a fence. Build a fence while we're on our honeymoon for her yeah. anniversary present because she really wants it done. And he's been trying to get us to get that guy on. So I told yeah. my dad if him and that guy get that fence done, that guy can be on here. On this episode. Yeah, this show? specific episode. <laughs> well, not yeah, this one, um, obviously. Yeah, an episode on the show. Dude, your dad's been hitting me up all day, like literally for the last two hours yeah like, i told you he's, he's bored <laughs> he's been okay so he's been hitting me up and you added him to the group chat with the boys i know i've been waiting for Stephen michael to kick him out and that's he, not gonna happen he's the only one he's the only he's the only one that can <laughs> but here's the thing is like Stephen michael's the only one liking his videos and Stephen and your dad put up a like a shotgun video yeah, so Which you could show, so he could show everybody where I came from. He's automatically into the group, dude. It's super high thighs and almost this ding dong. And, <laughs> and all I know is like I couldn't ignore his texts anymore, like due to the fact that it was visible that I saw his shotgun in the group. You know? Yeah. See what, like, what? He, he I told him just I to show up that, at your house. So, like obviously. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, I turned off all the lights. 
I'm not home. I'm not home. Dude, if there was a knock on the door, I was like, I'm hiding in bed. Like, I was straight up home alone. That's sick. <laughs> no, that's reverse home alone. <laughs> oh, my God. No, like, at the beginning of Home Alone, when he, like, is in his parents' bed, and he just, like, throws the covers oh, over oh, his head. Oh, yeah, gotcha. That was going to be my ass, dude. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I meant the, uh, the party. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Uh, you, got any, well, you got a better intro story than that or no that just that you're avoiding my dad yeah, no i have like i have two good intro stories actually so you know that i got into kind of a scuffle with a homeless dude or some drunk dude or something a couple of weeks ago right no well yeah i was you're a fucking liar you're he <laughs> i don't i, I don't re- i don't recall this yo i was chilling in my hammock just like I was grilling something on the grill, right? And just jumping uh-huh. in the hammock and some drugged out drunk dude like walks by and like tried starting shit with us. Tried starting shit with me. Like started talking shit and I don't is know. This, you know you know me, man. I'm like Is this the guy you ended up giving a burger to? No, no. Is this no, the beginning of that story? And you're nah. like, I'm, just, I'm gonna skip over all this bullshit. I'm just gonna be <laughs> yeah. like, I offered this guy a burger and it was cool. No, what's really funny about that guy is that that's some dude in a wheel, uh, like a hover round, like a electric scooter. Yeah. That like every time he passes by my house now, he's like, hey, man, you got some ribs on there? I'll be back in six hours. <laughs> no shit, dude. You no should shit. bust out some ribs for him one day. Yo, it, it really breaks my heart because like when I did ribs a couple of weeks ago, he, I, he literally went by. I'm like, yeah, I'll be done around 630. They were done at 530. <laughs> I was inside. And uh yeah, I don't know. Did you see him come rolling up. by? <laughs> no, I didn't even look. Didn't even care. He but, did. Uh, Skip dinner um, and everything. Yeah. Probably. But anyways, this guy uh tried starting shit with me. He was uh, I don't know. He started yelling some nonsense. Were you wearing your orange shorts? No, it's probably like the shorter green shorts. I like the um, Yeah, but but also dude you know i don't put up with shit dude so like he started yelling shit and like he came up by my hammock and i got in his face and i he was trash and he like tried squaring up so i threw him to the ground and like (laughs) (laughs) man i'm not even like i'm not even proud to say this but like (laughs) i harassed this dude i'm like fuck you dude like you're gonna harass me on my property while you're trash fuck you get the fuck out of here i'll knock you the fuck out um Classic. anyways yeah so he ends up going away and a couple of days ago he walks by my house right and i anticipated him starting shit with me again but apparently mm-hmm. he forgot the fact that he was trashed and started shit with me nice so i followed him <laughs> yeah the the, there you go keep going this is good this is good pretty much to his house and like don't start shit with people <laughs> that you don't know because this shit will happen. Fuck you. You're a bitch. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, that was a thing that happened. And I immediately regret telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That's good stuff. What are you drinking? That looks a cool looking can. I am drinking a uh, nothing gold. It's a Bissell Brothers. Mm, um, nice. Got this a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully looking to re-up this weekend. 
this is delicious. I will give this a uh, a four two five. Cool. Uh, what are you drinking, Twisted Tea? Twisted Tea half and half, five percent. <laughs> it's that shit um, is drinkable. The Twisted Tea Brewing Company's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Tell that bitch to shut up. We're recording. I don't know why my watch just felt the need to talk. Brenningsville, Pennsylvania, Latrobe, Pennsylvania, Lacrosse, uh, Wisconsin, and it's an affiliate of the Boston Beer Company. Hmm. Okay. We got Gabby and Natalie from Davidson, Michigan, on the can in their bikinis. It's probably my favorite part about buying Twisted D. Is the uh, the people who the, the drink? Shit? Yeah, the drinkers. Okay. Have you have you ever tried to submit something to that? No, it's also very delightful. Okay. <laughs> I can I can probably give it a I can probably give it a five every time I drink a twisted tea. I'm not gonna lie, that is, amen, dude. I will give a <laughs> twisted tea a five every time too. Because I kind of only drink them when I want to drink them, <laughs> and like I'm already in the mood for them, so it's an automatic. Squared up. Yep. If you're in the mood for a twisted tea and you drink a twisted tea, that's a fucking five banger every yeah. time. Or if it's hot as balls, just yeah, hot as balls. Dude, there's no fucking carbonation. You can just put them back like it's fucking juice. Yeah. Like, dude, little jealous. Not gonna lie. Uh, is this the point at which I ask you about the cynical, Mitch, or do I keep going? God no, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> well okay so last week we talked about rocky horror picture show that had susan sarandon in it yeah which surprise surprise this movie that we're watching has susan sarandon in it what you want yeah. to start a you want to start an actor chain yeah kind of i want to go into so we've been doing months of like full months of actors i want to yep. do like Every movie we watch is linked by an actor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How do you feel about that? That's cool with me. Okay, cool. I feel like that's way easier considering, okay, coming from Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you're like, yo, Susan Sarandon. I'm like, I don't want to watch a full month of Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Why? She's always been hot. <laughs> no. <laughs> yo, Plus, there, she, she's 73 years old last year. And does a threesome scene, so I was definitely going to save that for the end of the month. We will get there, though, eventually. And yeah. there is also a scene in this movie where she changes into, like, I don't know, a white t-shirt and has no brawn, and you see her nipples. So that's another thing that happens. She was but a sex symbol. That's not the Susan Sarandon that I know from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nope. Mitch, why did John. you pick this movie? Uh, this was your pick. Literally this the only you. other movie I know had Susan Sarandon in it. <laughs> without actually looking stuff up. <laughs> Dude, I have never seen this movie before. Me ever. neither. <laughs> and this is, uh, so this it's, is basically. And I only I, literally only knew the, the car taken off the cliff scene. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but though though once it hit the end of the movie and that happened i'm like oh yeah like i've heard about that i know i knew oh this holy shit thelma and louise <laughs> oh shit suicide off the cliff here's the thing is like watching this movie it just feels 
Um, it doesn't feel like it basically is Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, different Thelma story. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, Thelma and, uh, Thelma and Louise, like same kind of structure, uh-huh. um, but different story. And I was very excited to watch it just because of that. And I've got to say, like, even knowing that going into this, this movie was way better than I thought it was. Me too. Period. (laughs) It's definitely like top five buddy movie for me now. For sure, dude. (laughs) Yo, when I was looking up, uh, like, uh, I don't know, synopsis of synopses of this. And it's like chick buddy flick. I'm like, buddy flick. I'm like, yep. Nope. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) Like, I can't think of another movie that we've watched that has a better buddy dynamic outside of, like, Dumb and Dumber. Did you say Tremors? (laughs) The one episode that didn't come out. (laughs) Lost forever to my laptop. Classic. Mm. Oh, and Coors Light. Nice. Don't even know where that came from. Just <laughs> grabbed it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we've got Susan Sarandon. we got Gina Davis. Gina Davis was the star of this movie for me. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Like, you take Gina Davis as this uh, beaten-down housewife. Um, Shooter McGavin just fucking lays waste to her like in the house and hey he's a regional manager he's got a lot of stress yeah the carpet salesman type it's crazy but she ends up like going out on this trip and not even telling him about this daryl his name's daryl like what kind of fucking douchebag's name is daryl (laughs) um (laughs) she goes out on this and she's like the most innocent person ever and you can see the through line as the movie goes on yeah, she's the innocent person that turns out to be the fucking badass for some reason. Yeah, like, until she she was all sweet and innocent until she fucked Brad Pitt. Ah, yeah, dude. And she steals Brad Pitt's line, JD's lines, dude, to rob a fucking place. And the funny thing is, I mean, like, it only even, makes sense after he robbed her of sixty seven hundred bucks. Bullshit is that? Like, I was kind of bummed about that, man. <laughs> we'll get back to brad pitt but like she even in her in her being a a thief kind of way i wasn't she's retarded dude she's still fucking pleasant she's still pleasant please get on the ground okay yeah well um please stay down there until i get out of here Mm, okay give me all your money okay i'm leaving now uh don't get up till i'm gone <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh why do you uh why do you not like her? Um, because everything stupid you could do, she did it. Like what? Well, I don't disagree, but I want to <laughs> know like what. <laughs> uh I don't know. Having this guy tell you that he's a petty robber and that's all his life is about, and then leaving him with sixty seven hundred dollars. Okay, you say that, and still, when they are in the diner, yeah, and uh, and Luis goes, "Well, where's JD?" 
and she goes, he's showering. And she goes, well, where's, isn't, where's the money? Uh, and I was just like, oh, holy shit, I fucking forgot. <laughs> I forgot, dude. Like, and that was such a big point in this movie is that Louise gets this money from Jimmy because it's in her savings and blah, 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 blah. She gets that money and it's huge that she's like, hey, don't lose this. And yep. then all of a sudden, she's hooking up with Thelma's hooking hooking up with the robber JD Brad Pitt. I never put that together until they were in the diner, and I was like, "Holy fuck, I'm an idiot!" <laughs> Brilliant. Th- this movie was really fucking good. It really is. What was your favorite part? My favorite part. There's a lot of things that I love about this movie. Um. My favorite part, oh man, probably my favorite part is going to be the part where uh, they get pulled over by the cop. Yep. And um, Louise gets pulled, uh, gets. Fuck you. Fuck you. Nice. Louise gets told to get out of the vehicle, right? And uh, the cop takes her back to the car, tells her to get in the car. And Thelma knows that if the cop runs their IDs, they're going to get flagged, right? So Thelma just comes up and puts a gun against his head. And Thelma is, like, honest to God, just, like, the biggest fucking sweetheart in the world. (laughs) But she's just like, this is what I got to do. This is who I am now. (laughs) And just gun to his temple, fucking gets him to get into the fucking trunk of the car. It's just, like, that whole series of events between... Oh, between that and like you hear a couple of gunshots and she goes air holes <laughs> and it's like everything has a point when it comes to this because she shoots the air holes air quotes in the trunk because they're gonna put him in the trunk and he's got to survive it's like crazy like this through line is beautiful i fucking love that i love that part of this movie what about you what's your favorite part of this movie Ooh, man. There's a lot to like. I know. I don't know why I started with this. I had a dislike. <laughs> I had a dislike at the tip of my tongue, so I don't know why I asked you this one first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty hilarious. Like, all the cops started hanging out at Daryl's house. Like, <laughs> we're going to have a guy here to listen to the phones. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the entire, like, not department, but, like, the state police. Yeah. Like, everybody working on the case is at his house. And, like, they're, then they're all watching that movie. And he changes <laughs> it to the game. And they all are like, no. <laughs> they all look at him like, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so he turns it back. Dude, I was going to ask you about that scene, too. No joke. God. Oh, so freaking good, man. But it's funny because, like, usually in a movie like this, I'd kind of complain because there's no action. There's nothing that really happens, but so much happens. Yeah. Dude, this movie is straight drama. Like, beginning to end, it's straight drama. It's like everything that happens is done so subtly that it's like it's not action packed, but it's like there's always something going on. And there is always like something that has ramifications. But I like characters. that when you got to the end of the movie, it felt like the end of the movie and it felt like a climax. Yep. And then there was nothing after that. Nope. 
Because movies nowadays give you a huge climax and it's like, well, here's another 25 minutes of bullshit. Yep. It gets to the end of the movie. You have the you have the showdown with the cops. You have and even um, I love the fact that it even leads up to the end of the movie where uh, they're kind of stuck in place and they go and they spin out again. Yeah. And when they spin out again, they're facing the cliff which is something that is so subtle and it doesn't make a lot of sense until the ending scene when they're yeah. like, let's not get caught. <laughs> what do and you mean? Like, go. Yeah. Just go fucking <laughs> launch. <laughs> Yo, yeet yourself off the fucking cliff. Yeah. I was expecting <laughs> like, it was kind of like, I knew it wasn't a mistake, but it, more of a, not a very conscious decision. Yeah. Like, Oh fuck. We're heading towards the cliff. All right. We'll just keep going. No, yeah. it was the sitting there and the pause. I didn't know. It was like a, well, I'm not going to jail. Do you want to go to jail? I didn't think so. Man. Send it. It's, yo, full send. <laughs> full send. And what's crazy is like thinking about this movie. Okay, not to get into like nowadays shit, but like we're going to get into nowadays shit. But like nowadays, uh-huh. if you were to be chased down because you shot a dude who was raping your bu- your best friend, right? Uh-huh. And then you held up a store for money because some dude robbed you? Yeah. Like, like th- this shit isn't something that would send you away for more than a, what, a fucking year? <laughs> y- you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird to think how far we've come as a society in 30 years. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Like, I don't mean it's weird in a bad sense. Like, it's awesome that we've come such a fucking long way in 30 years that like 30 years ago, someone could do this in fear, probably spending the rest of their lives in jail. And now you're like, (laughs) okay, well he was raping your buddy. So, okay, you're good. You know what I mean? And this movie is definitely a timepiece of night, like the 1990s. Uh-huh. You, know? um, you ready for my cynicism? <laughs> oh, shit. This is where you're going to drop it. <laughs> really? Well, you said it first. <laughs> this is where you're going to drop it. <laughs> Come the fuck on. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Nothing happens in this movie if Thelma didn't go on the trip. Not saying anything that happened is her fault. I'm just saying she's the problem. No, it's true. No, 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 no. Back the fuck up. I like how you laugh and clap inaudibly so nobody heard or, like, nobody heard that. You're true. Like, when they are literally talking in the diner after this all happens and Louise goes, this wouldn't have happened if, you yeah, that's the exact point where I was like, but it's her fault. Like, yo, yo, you're not she, wrong. He's the catalyst for everything. And here's the thing is like, no, she wasn't asking for it, but literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. lot revolves around Thelma. Yeah. This lot, this plot literally revolves around her. and also like no nobody should ever be in that position (laughs) walk the line but literally 
without Thelma, this wouldn't be a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Wow. And there goes every women listener that we have. (laughs) That is not what I mean. (laughs) Holy fuck. Said it wasn't her fault. She's just a catalyst. It's not her fault. It definitely isn't her fault. And it's like, it's really weird to watch this movie and see, because like, I can see her point of view. It's like, she is literally in the shittiest position, period. Like an 1980s wife who's married to this dude that's a shitbag that treats her like shit, doesn't give a fuck about her. Uh-huh. And she has this opportunity to get out and some dude gives her attention. And basically she and, takes and everything like she's not coming back. Yeah. And, and then he tries to rape her. Yeah. So I hate that bartender or waitress. What a piece of shit. Okay. Why was she even a part of this movie? If she literally talks to the cops, literally, 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 that's for you, Dave, Dave Michaels, literally. Uh, she talks to the cops. <laughs> for literally no reason yeah, for no reason it says they have nothing to do with this they are the type and it has no effect in the movie <laughs> why was that a f- factor in the movie at all like she's talking to Hal this lead detective and yeah fuck goes, that cop too hate him Yo, isn't he like a cop in every fucking movie you've ever seen I love Arby this guys. was a movie of every people like every, every person people? that you're yeah. like yeah, every person that you're like, oh, hey, I know them. Hey, oh, look, hey, that's I Brad Pitt. He's playing a stud. Oh, hey, oh, that guy's it's in It's Shooter Sopranos. McGavin. He's playing a douchebag. Jimmy, he's in The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking A. Okay, but also... Oh, Harvey, he's a cop. Real quick, Brad Pitt had the body of Fight Club. <laughs> Before Fight Club happened, and dare I say, he had a better, he had a better body in this movie than in Fight Club. Holy fuck, that guy is ripped. Right? Holy shit. Like, I was watching that being like, I don't even know what workouts to do to become that guy. <laughs> like, I, like, do I not eat for two months and just, like, do crunches? Like, Water, fuck, bro. Man. Water. Shit. Black coffee and apples. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man, needs. But, yeah, no. I hate that cop because... Why do you get so tied up? Why is he so sensitive to these two women? Why was he so in like he was so enamored with Louise that it made no sense? Like every time that she called, he's like, "Are you guys all right? Are you guys doing okay?" Like, listen, we haven't charged you guys yet. <laughs> the see, and that's just kind of like, "Hey, I got to get you to open up and tell me where you are." But it all com- it all culminates at the end when he's running after the car, going off the cliff. Like, don't do it. Yeah, you say that it leads up to him like being like, "Yo, open up." But that didn't register for me the whole time. I was like, "Yo, dude, you don't give a fuck. Why do you care about these two for no reason?" Like, what? it gave me the vibes that he was like, "Hey, I can get you off, but like, come to me and let me know what's up." Yeah, you know he said it like mean? he said it like four times in the movie. I'm gonna get you off. Get, get, get I'm you gonna off. get you off. I'm gonna... <laughs> the Brian Betts special. I'm <laughs> gonna get you off. Get you off. Wow, that's going back to like episode 14. Yeah, I love it. That's old school. 
how do you find out about Texas? Did I miss that, or did it just kind of get thrown in there? Um, so it's it's kind of like one of those things that it's not like they don't hammer it over your head, uh-huh. but it's um it's definitely uh, it's revealed subtly through the movie. So like you hear about Texas initially. And then she questions her about Texas. Okay, but when do you hear about it first? Um, well, I don't know where you hear about it first. Like, I wasn't paying attention, like, at the beginning. I uh, me, me neither. Well, I was at the beginning. <laughs> but then in the middle, uh, Which... I, I was drinking my coffee and Caitlin woke up. So okay, I had 46 minutes worth of fucking questions to answer. Okay. And then... <laughs> Once you once you start answering questions, then you miss stuff. So they got to ask questions. So I definitely about I don't know. It's really weird because like this movie flew, but every time I paused it to do something, like I was like, "Holy shit!" There's still another hour and a half. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. I literally watched half of this movie, recorded animal talking, did like did some cooking, came back to this. Like, I watched this in three settings, and I swear to God, every time I paused it, there was still an hour left to the movie. Yeah, so I was making my banana bread. Like, I made banana bread as soon as I got up. And then, like, <laughs> did, like, 20 minutes of Animal Crossing stuff. And then started watching this. <laughs> so, the alarm went off for the banana bread 40 minutes later, and I paused it to go get that out. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking serious? There's an hour and 20 left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie is over 20, uh, two hours. <laughs> You're right, 20 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, and the thing is, is like, it doesn't really feel like two hours. No. But when you're watching it and you have to pause it and you see the time, you're like, fuck, man, are you serious? But I also felt like I went on the weeks long journey that they were gone with them. It was only a couple of days that they're (laughs) fucking gone. It's crazy, but I felt every minute of it. I couldn't even imagine my life just falling apart that fast. (laughs) Especially imagine being Thelma, right? Who for at least two days of the three days, it's like, no, I'm going to go home to Daryl. And then all of a sudden it's like, fuck, I'm going to rob a goddamn gas station. Fuck. Oh, man, I had an orgasm. Mexico, boys. <laughs> Woo! She's like, oh, man, I had an orgasm. My life's changed. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, how do you feel about this movies? Okay, so it's 1990, 1991, and you have a handful of characters that right now you know for bigger roles, right? How do you feel about Shooter McGavin and Tyler Durden being in this movie? Um, gee, I don't know. How do you feel really about think... Shooter McGavin with a mustache? <laughs> he should have kept that thing forever. <laughs> oh my god, that was sick. <laughs> I think I literally told you if he doesn't double like finger pistols, I'm gonna give this like a one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I'm still upset that he didn't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, was it him? Yeah, it was him humping the pinball machine, so that was close enough. Close. That's basically a single finger finger pistol. Yeah. What about at the end when the guy blows the smoke into the cop trunk? 
Yo, that dude. Okay, I love the fact that that dude was just riding a bike in the middle of the goddamn desert. Riding a bike loaded up with all of the fluid you can even imagine on his back, right? And he's just yep. smoking this doobie. Dude, it made me so happy. <laughs> and he's he like, just, nah, I'm not going to help you out. Yo, here's a cop banging in the trunk, and he's just like, <laughs> want to get high? <laughs> right into the trunk. Okay, should he have helped him? Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, that cop definitely died. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, get, it'd get way too hot in that trunk. I thought as soon as they made him get into that trunk, I was like, that dude's toast. Like, <laughs> y'all are in the middle of the desert, man. Yeah, it's, it's like... at least 340 degrees in that trunk. <laughs> right, dude? There's no way that dude's le- like lasting more than 12 hours. Like, 0% chance. Yeah. Done. Man. But, uh, yeah, that biker. <laughs> that was so random. Who was your favorite uh, character? My, my favorite character was probably JD. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's character. Uh, and if it was going to be a mainline character, it's going to be Thelma. Okay. Um, but Doesn't have with, to be. Well, I, I'll make a case for both. Uh, JD... This was um this was Brad Pitt's like feature film like breakout performance. Okay. Like this is the first thing that he did. And like for a dude, okay. So, hear me out here. Normally, if you're going to cast a dude who's fucking ripped, blah 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 blah, remember like Rocky Horror Picture Show with dude from the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's a shitty actor. You got Brad Pitt here, ripped, great actor, and he actually felt like he was a like a contributing uh, factor towards this movie. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I thought he was great. I like the arc of his character. Like, he's a student trying to get back to Oklahoma City. Turns out that he's a robber, bangs, whatever. The only downside to his, his arc is that he has really no payoff. It's really weird. Like he gets brought in for questioning. Like, hey, you, you fucking, uh, you had sixty six hundred dollars. Like, where'd you get it? Blah 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 blah. Whatever. That aside, Thelma has the best character arc of this entire movie. For sure. She starts off as an abused wife and ends as a strong ass fucking woman who says we're not getting captured and it's like yo let's fucking kill ourselves on the cliff i love that <laughs> like now, i don't know how to fucking <laughs> like i don't know how strong of a woman that shit is but like fuck it you own your destiny fine whatever <laughs> <laughs> what about you sorry earl 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 is who's earl the truck driver Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. The dude that they fucking <laughs> get to pull over? Are you yeah. fucking serious? <laughs> I should have fucking known that was who you're going with. Come on. So, what do they end up doing to that dude? They shoot out all his tires. And he's still being kind of a dick, so they shoot his tanker. Yep. Blow that shit up. 
And this was after they gave him a lesson in manners because every time they drove by him on the highway, he was giving them the tongue and the... Ah! <laughs> in the good old jerking fashion, like, hey, let's pull over together. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. I liked his whole, like, when they got him to pull over, his whole, like, he gets out of the truck, yanks up his fucking acid acid wash jeans does a little shimmy and he's like oh yeah here we go gonna get some action little does he know his tank is about to blow up and then like four minutes later when they're halfway down the road somehow another tanker is gonna blow up do you know that? Did i think you know it was his, yeah was I, I guess it was just his gas tank or something nope. that would have also blown up but maybe there was a it was a little like pull off or something. Maybe there was some old oil tank underneath. No, it was weird. <laughs> that that, <laughs> that is the one thing in this movie that I saw happen. And I was like, Oh, what the hell? What the fuck, man? Like this nice. is stupid. Everything else in this movie felt so grounded, so down to so down to earth. It made sense. This story was awesome, and that was just like. That was cinema. Like, that was a weird... <laughs> Sean's like, I, I didn't even watch a movie. I enjoyed cinema this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. I don't even like it. That's the part that I hated. <laughs> Fuck! I don't That's know. hilarious. This movie was... Dude, this was fucking delightful. This was... um, I don't know. Uh, what's the... Uh, the dude in the chick. Oh, um, uh, yeah. The dude in the chick. Hmm. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. <laughs> Bonnie and... Okay. Come on. This was the chick version of Bonnie and Clyde made semi-nowadays. And I thought it was fucking awesome. Like, yep. I, I thought this was awesome. And I loved Bonnie and Clyde. Like... Uh, there's a recent Bonnie and Clyde movie that came out in like the last 10, 15 years that was also fucking awesome. And I love that story of two people just doing something and being on the run and just like trying to get away from the law. I, I just, I love that story and I loved what they did here. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Did you like the unscripted kiss between Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis? Yes, I did. And I also know that it was, like you said, unscripted. And Ridley Scott saw it and was like, nope, that's staying in. I, I, I didn't <laughs> even look that up. I just said that. <laughs> no, that was not planned. <laughs> that's and hilarious. Ridley, and Ridley Scott was like, yeah, no, that um, that makes this. Uh, yeah, I guess that works. How weird was it to, like, okay, so you got Ridley Scott. Who did Aliens? Uh-huh. And then he's doing this. Like that's a weird that's a weird transition. But even weirder than that, I thought it was crazy watching the opening trans uh, the opening credits and seeing Hans Zimmer. Yeah, for music. For music. Why? And because this is literally so non Hans Zimmer. Is it Zimmerman? I don't know. Hans Zimmer, that I don't like. He is. It's so weird. Like I just picture him as an orche- orchestral, uh-huh. 
orchestral yeah um kind of guy who just make just up whatever like, you want yeah who has this grand musical score but instead this is just filled with songs from the time <laughs> and i couldn't tell you one of them yeah i mean every song that i heard i'm like oh i recognize this but i couldn't like you said tell you one but i hear hans zimmer and i'm like man like what did he score here <laughs> yeah right you know like especially when you see all his other work you watch Interstellar and you're like, wow, this is fantastic. And you watch this and you're like, wow, songs from the 70s. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, That's right. how I thought about that. Because you I got it. excited, man. Like, I even messaged you as soon as that popped up while I was watching. I'm like, yo, Hans Zimmer. That's cool. And then for like the next hour, I'm like, what did he do? Yeah, no, that's the cool thing about being a music guy. You can just put songs in there. You don't have to write them all crazy i don't know <laughs> um what's something that you didn't like about this movie because you said that earlier you had one and it disappeared so hopefully it's back no when i had one it was the the cop being overly attached for no reason that was it yeah gotcha. i get that like it made no sense no it makes yeah. no sense i just don't get it i i wish i wish it made any bit of sense or like there was something that actually happened or came from, like it came from somewhere or like some sort somewhere of through line yeah like you had a beginning or an end to that but you didn't it, it was nowhere it literally got like he did that first interview with the, the bar waitress and was like oh this is just a confused story i can help them out and then the bar waitress tries to bang him <laughs> my favorite is how she's just like uh he he, he had it coming <laughs> Like, I'm surprised that his wife didn't do it. <laughs> like, it was, that is, that whole, that whole arc is what really throws me off because mm -hmm. she really throws, like, a wrench in the whole fucking thing. Like, she's like, it wasn't them. It is wasn't that, them. And she's is, the only fucking witness. Is that the scene of the movie that you would get out of this? Would you, is that the one you'd cut? Because you like to cut scenes? If I were to cut this movie, um, <laughs> or not cut this movie, but cut a scene, yeah, that's a, that is the one scene. That, that is, honest to God, that is the one scene that I would cut out of this movie because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What about? Do you have a different one? No, I just know that you like doing that, so I figured I'd ask. Well, it, like honestly, watching this movie, do you disagree? Not really. It, it could definitely go. Yeah. Like, get that the fuck out. Like, it, I think that this movie is amazing and it would be even more concise if that wasn't in it. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Fuck. I just had something else I wanted to say to you, but I fucking forgot because of the segue. Fuck you, dude. Classic. <laughs> uh, it was about stuff we didn't like. Yeah, I know. Okay, because that's what you were asking me. And I said and it was the cop I, thing. I already said the shit that I didn't like. All right. Was there something you did like then? Oh, hold on. Got it. It's going to be Daryl. Oh, no, this is something that I did like. <laughs> oh, my God. You almost just spit all over my laptop. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Yo, Daryl. This is, okay, so I love, 
love, love, love, love, love the buildup to uh, Thelma calling Daryl and Louise, oh. and Louise being like, yo, if there's anything wrong, hang up immediately. <laughs> and he goes, they have that whole scene with Daryl and the cops. And they're like, yo, treat her like you miss her and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay. Because <laughs> he's a fucking douchebag, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so as soon as he calls, as soon as she calls, he goes, hey, baby, I've missed you. She hangs up immediately. <laughs> what? I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking brilliant and hilarious. Click, it he was, knows. <laughs> dude, it was built up perfectly through every scene that happened through this movie leading up to that. Right? Fucking loved it, dude. Fucking loved it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I really love this movie, man. I really do. I mm-hmm. I am super glad that we watched this because I thought I was going to shit all over this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> like, you said that, and I'm like... I like Bonnie and Clyde. Like, maybe I'll be into this. (laughs) Fuck, man. Like, this movie was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Man, I I don't know. Do you have much more to say about this? Nah. Cool. Do you have a a rating for me? No, but I can think of one. Cool. Mitch. Sean. On a scale of one to a bowl of... Of cigarettes that you could duff out in an eight-gallon cowboy hat worn by Brad Pitt. How many duffed-out cigarettes in a cowboy hat worn by Brad Pitt would you give this movie? Sean, if I was gonna duff out some cigarettes on an eight-pound hat that eight-gallon hat that Brad Pitt was wearing, I'd probably duff out mm, twenty-three cigarettes. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Sean. Mitch. On a scale of one to a bowl of... Ooh, I got it. Sean, on a scale of one to a bowl of shots of Jose Cuervo on the side of your margarita, how many shots of Jose Cuervo would you have? You're not going with wild turkey since that's all she drank all movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mitch, on a scale of one to a bowl of Jose Cuervo on the side of my margarita, I would give this movie. Shit, man. I'm going to give this movie 25 shots of Jose Cuervo. Nice. On the side of my margarita. This movie is fucking awesome, dude. Like, it's I'll- long as fuck. <laughs> I hope you know that that's on the side of your I'm going to shit all over this margarita that doesn't exist. <laughs> that's fine. Like, I fully anticipated shitting all over this movie. No. Nah. I, I wish this was one of our super long episodes. I wish we stretched this out to be like two and a half hours. I don't. So that way, <laughs> that way, would Gabe watch the movie? He'd be there for two hours and something, and then he'd have to listen to us for two and a half hours talk about it. <laughs> That's five Just... hours of commitment, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I, honest to God, I cannot believe that I'm, like, I love this movie as much as I did. 
Like, this was so good. <laughs> ah, you're welcome. It's a classic. Oh, man. So we are spinning off of an actor or actress from this movie. Uh-huh. Mitch. Yeah. Do you have an idea of where we're going to spin off to? Yeah, Gina Davis. We're going Gina Davis off and of you this? And you wanted to do Beetlejuice. Yo, we oh, cause League of Our League of Their Own is Caitlin's movie, right? Yeah. Okay. So Beetlejuice it will be. But Beetlejuice is a good October movie. Okay. Is there an alternative? She's got a lot of good movies. Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, I don't know why you don't want to just do that one next Monday. <laughs> It's Sunday, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh my! Next God. Monday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> maybe one of those two then. Yeah, maybe. I don't what know. else is Gina Davis even in? I'm not gonna look it up because I'm gonna I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure those are the three movies she's ever been in. <laughs> this be this Beetlejuice and a League of Their Own. <laughs> I was about to... <laughs> That's it. Like I know there's more and there's more that is popular, but no. I can't think of a single fucking one, dude. For sure, definitely not. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> Let's it's, see. It's G double E N A. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, she was in the fly. Sick. Yo. Then we get the Jeff Goldblum. Exactly, which leads us back to, fuck, we already did Jurassic Park. No shit. Fuck. What else is he in? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have to edit anything until you started this fucking journey into what has Gina Davis done. Like, I was just gonna slap on her music. And just, oh, like, she was in Stuart in. Little. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh wow, uh, ninety-one and ninety-two were good years for her. Apparently, that's when she was. Never mind. That's when she was Thelma, and that's when Alina Their Own came out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, com slash glitchcat7, the invention of Nerdy Thursday. Thank you, Brian Betts, for our website, nerdythursday.com. You can catch him over at capedpodcasters.com. They have their own fucking website now, but they are their own podcast. And I am going to re- be recording with them tomorrow for next week's episode covering Swamp Thing. So cool. check them out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. That 1982 movie or 81, I don't know. There's a lot of titties <laughs> in it, and it's PG. So if you want to watch a PG movie with titties, watch that movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mitch, anything Sean, else you want to shout out? Did you do Patreon? Because I wasn't listening. I'm looking up Gina Davis. I have not shouted out Patreon yet. Oh, we have one of those. It's patreon.com slash nerdy Thursday. Thank you so much for everybody who is giving us money on there. We're we making do dollar have, dollar bills. 
we have some uh, new shit coming out soon. We have a See You Next Tuesday that is recorded and ready to drop. We have a video of us drinking thick water that mm. is going to be coming out soon. So head on over to patreon.com slash nerdy Thursday to get a glimpse at that shit. If you want to give us a call, it's 413-418-0076. I don't know how you fucking do that off the top of your head every single time. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much. If you want to give us a call, call us there. But until next week, keep it nerd. In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray. And they were sad almost all the time. Yeah, they were. And back in 1952, there were six days in the week. Could never know which day was the one for you, but I do. In 1965, somebody became alive, and they had a great idea to make a brand new day. It was called Nerdy Thursday, and it was a day for all the people across the world who played D&D and Magic the Gathering and had land parties in. It was their very own day for them. The world was big and cruel and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds and they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the